Are Wales seriously going into a game against Australia as the favourite? You guys certainly seem to think so, but now the team has been announced, what do the bookies think? Let's dig into it all and find out. So yesterday I put out a poll on the channel to see what people think who's going to win this game. And out of 144 votes, 87% said they fancied Wales. Now first of all, thank you to you guys who voted, much appreciated. But that is a staggering difference, especially when you consider where Wales have been over the last two years. Now obviously this is a Welsh rugby channel, so we're going to be biased. But I just thought it was interesting that the golf was actually that big. Anyway, let's look at something more interesting and look at the teams. So I'll quickly run through the forwards. We've got Gareth Thomas, Ryan Elias and Thomas Francis, Will Rowlands, Adam Beard, and in the back row, Aaron Wainwright, Jack Morgan and Talupe Faletau. So, like I said, no real surprises. Maybe the fact that Elias is in instead of Lake, but I think a few people expected that after Elias' good performance in the first game. I myself was quite curious to see if Wainwright would keep his position. I thought maybe he could bring in Rafael at 7, move Jack Morgan to 6 because then we'd have the double jackal threat. I think you saw in the Fiji-Australia game how kind of uh, exposed Australia got at times at the ruck and I thought given how good those two are at the breakdown that Gatland may try and target that but obviously not. Also congrats to Adam Beard who wins his 50th cap. Congratulations to him. But yeah, as we expected in the forwards really, um, I guess the only surprise would be Elias and not Dewey Lake. But Elias did have a really good game against Fiji. Set piece was good, good around the park and Gatland obviously has some faith in him. So yeah, Elias is starting. And then with the backs, it's the exact same backline that faced Fiji and I think that's a fair choice. I don't see anyone who put up their hand in the Portugal game who would be deserving of a starting position, especially after the performance against Fiji. So the backline stays as Gareth Davis, Dan Bigger, Josh Adams, Lewis Rees-Samit on the wings. Liam Williams at fullback, George North and Nick Tompkins in the centre. I don't know why I read it backwards, sorry. But yeah, no surprises. Uh, everyone knows Nick Tompkins had a really good game in the last game, probably his best game for Wales. Adams was almost back to his best. Bigger was pretty good. And Gareth David look, looked really sharp as well. So happy with the back line. Hopefully we'll see him get a bit more ball because it was great to see them being able to cut Fiji open a few times, which is something we haven't really seen in a Wales jersey for a while but it's when we look at the bench where things get interesting so covering the front row is Corey Domachowski who Gatland clearly uh, is favouring Henry Thomas who's going to see his first World Cup appearance for Wales and most interestingly Elliot D covering the hooker position we'll get into that in a bit let's just go through the rest of the bench so we've got Dav Jenkins Tane Basham who comes in for the injured Tommy Raphael Thomas Williams Gareth Anscombe in instead of uh, Sam Costello and Rio Dyer on the bench covering the backs so first Tommy Rafael it's just the same injury that kept him out of the Portugal game I think it was a calf I believe it was a late pull out so that was the same thing and then Anscombe, no surprise personally to see him come in. I thought as soon as he was fit and ready to go that Gatlin would start favouring him over Costello. Just purely for his experience. He's played in big games. He's made big kicks as we've seen in the past. So yeah, no surprise. Even though he didn't really particularly flash, I didn't think, in the Portugal game. Uh, no surprise to see him on there with his experience coming off the bench. 
glad to see Henry Thomas getting an opportunity. I thought he may have an opportunity to start going into the World Cup, but I think coming off the bench, he's a good option, good scrummager. But as I said, the bigger mission is Dewey Lake, and it's actually not an injury, apparently. Personally, I don't get this. If you wanted to start with Elias, I've got no problem with that, but bring Lake off the bench as like a big impact player. But um, yeah, he's gone with D. I'll quickly read what uh, Gatlin's comments were about not picking Dairy Lake. So he literally said, quote, He was disappointed. He hasn't had a lot of rugby. That was probably the decision we made. He'll be an important part of us going forward. And then he continued, Elliot D brings energy off the bench. Dairy was disappointed, but it doesn't mean he won't feature. Which, that makes no sense, because he's obviously not on the bench. But who knows? I'm gonna, you, we just have to back Gatlin that he's seen that Lake is just not up to scratch at the moment. I thought he had a pretty decent game against Portugal. Some of the out darts which everybody knows is his issue weren't great but I think like I said he's just a point of difference player he can make a real impact especially bringing him off the bench if it's close to the line and they're picking and going or coming off the mall he is so difficult to stop but I don't know it, it is what it is he's the co-captain and he's getting completely left out of the squad it makes no sense to me unless he's saving him for the Georgia game and he's going to save Mo Jack Morgan for that one and he wants just uh, dare we like to be captain of that game and leave Jack Morgan out to rest Morgan because Morgan has played every game so far that could be it but I just don't see why he's not on the bench but apparently he's not injured so we just have to back Gatlin's decision I suppose anyway apologies for rambling on there because all in all I am happy with this team I think this is a team good enough to beat Australia everybody knows Australia are not at their best at the moment but I'm not as confident as most people seem to be I was listening to the scrum 5 podcast the other day and there was Nicky Robinson and some comedian guy on there and they were saying Wales were probably going to run out comfortable winners I just don't see it at the end of the day we're playing Australia they've still got some real real talented players I know they're not at their best at the moment but Eddie's made a few changes he's made a change at 10 can't help but feel sorry for Carter Gordon he's sort of been thrown to the wolves they said we're going to stick with him he's the only 10 he's not worked out and Eddie sort of left him out to dry a little bit but uh, yeah they still got some great players they've got you know Nawangui Toasi I probably said that wrong sorry Corabetti uh, and Karevi some real good players they are missing Skelton but um, they're still going to be dangerous and let's not forget the last time we played Australia we built up a nice big comfortable lead and we still lost I know that was under Pivac but you know they're still going to be very very dangerous I think and they're going to this is a must win for them so they're going to come to play having said all of that I do still think Wales will win. Let's not forget that this is practically a must win for Wales as well. If they win, they're through no matter what happens in the Georgia game, no matter what happens elsewhere in the group. But they have to win this to um, definitely progress. If they lose, they need to lose within a losing bonus point, And then it's all sorts of jiggery-pokery uh, how we go from there. So, yeah, it's a must win for Wales as well. But I think Gatlin's going to get us prepared. He's got a generally pretty good uh, record against Eddie Jones. And Australia are sort of in turmoil. I'm hoping that Eddie Jones has lost that locker room a little bit. It does seem that way somewhat, but I'm not too sure. But either way, I'm predicting a nail-biter. I don't see Wales running out comfortable winners. I see it being tight up to the last minute. And looking at the Buckies, if that's your thing, they also agree with me. They've actually got Wales plus 0.5 favourite, so it's basically even. So they obviously don't think Wales are going to run away with it either. 
but let's see it's very exciting times I mean if you think about where we were before we came into the World Cup and if they if you'd have said to me you've won your first two games and your favorites against Australia would you take it and obviously I would snap your hand off so let's hope the boys pull it through it's gonna be a good game and regardless of the result I'll have a video out on Monday reacting to the game so comment and let me know what you think about the squad and I'll catch you on the next one thanks for watching